Welcome to another episode of The Production Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Production Podcast, where we share stories of incredible talent behind the camera. I'm your host, Liberty Bernal, and today I have a very special guest who is not only a fabulously talented cinematographer, but our podcast's first guest hailing from Australia. John Brawley started his career on some of Australia's most beloved series before moving to the U.S. to work on a number of critically acclaimed series and films, including Apple's The Morning Show, USA's Queen of the South, and NBC's much-talked-about upcoming limited series, The Thing About Pam. But that is just the tip of the iceberg. John, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Liberty. It's great to be here. Wonderful, wonderful. So I feel like I have much to learn from you. Um, I told you shortly before we started our official podcast, I'm relatively new to this whole space of the film industry, the entertainment industry. And I've learned a lot in the last couple of years about all the different roles. You know, a lot of us watch credits after a film and we have no idea what those words mean, right? Yeah, they <laughs> so, seem uh, archaic. <laughs> yes, and yes. And some of the roles too, like I know you're a director of photography, but I also know that you're a cinematographer, um, you know, and so those can be interchangeable, but we'll actually get to that in a moment. The first question I have for you is how did you get your start in this industry? Um, making images was was always something I was interested in from a really young age. I was doing a lot of photography in my uh, high school days. Uh, and uh, when I started, uh, I started a college degree in media, um, thinking I would keep doing photography. Uh, and they had a filmmaking component. Really took to that. Um, you know, photography tends to be a fairly... Um, uh, solo kind of uh, uh, pursuit, you know, it's as you taking photographs of something or of someone. Filmmaking, as you just said, there's this huge number of people that are involved yeah. in the process. And I really love that collaboration. I'm working with uh, a large number of people. So I think the combination of making images and working uh, with a lot of people, you know, uh, and, and uh, you know, honestly, you, you can see it. The, the end result is truly the the sum of everybody's contribution, you know, um, in some way or another. So, you know, it, it really is a, um, a kind of an amazing industry in that regard, just because it's a, it's a kind of creative endeavor, uh, but it's also very technical and can be a bit um, kind of um, nerdy as well, which, you know, for me satisfies a lot of those kind of uh, things as well. So, yeah, it, it's just something that's a, a great kind of mix, mix of all of that. And I really enjoy to the, uh, interaction with lots of other people and you know every few months you're working with a new bunch of creative people as well yes that honestly is the most common response um from people in the industry in all kinds of different roles and i would have to agree with you that the collaboration and then getting to do it with a whole new team i think is probably the most challenging too right like you get to know <laughs> your crew be, yeah. and, and how it's know, working I'm, and I'm <laughs> lucky enough to be uh, uh you know traveling and working in lots of different um 
parts of the world actually uh but yeah you've got to try and find a crew that you can kind of click with uh and it's hard to know until you actually in the trenches literally you know shoulder to shoulder with them you know you can kind of talk to people and you try and get some referrals but you know you've got to mm-hmm. suss out very quickly who you're going to be able to work with and you know you end up spending more time with these people that your your, your crew you end up spending more time with them um you than you do with your family sometimes because yes. you and work some long hours so you've got to got to find some way to get along Absolutely. And, you know, in all of these different shows and films as well, your experience is incredible. I mean, reading off your bio, I was looking through your website and seeing what you've done. I mean, incredible. And you just mentioned too, like, you know, you, you talk to people, but how have you grown in the business? I think that's the number one question of someone, whether they're breaking in or they just can't seem to get hired right it might not be a talent issue how do you grow (laughs) i think this is a people business you know it's all about the interactions you have i mean at a certain level when you get to you know making a tv show that's going to be broadcast or or a film that's going to be in a cinema there's a kind of um innate idea that you can probably do the job technically you know you can use a light meter you can um frame a shot you can come up with a good storytelling sequence in a way that's kind of assumed you know what actually i think makes you more successful or or makes the end result more successful is how you interact with others the the relationships you create and the dynamic that you establish um on set you know i've always felt that the director of photography is um a really important role you know you're really the kind of left hand or the right hand of the director uh but it's up to you to kind of create a tone um uh, with your crew uh, and that reflects on the space the acting space you know you have uh, a lot of actors who come in and they're you know they're obviously self-centered and wanting to um be focused on what they're doing um, they don't want to have to worry too much about the, the other machinery of filmmaking. So I've always felt that part of my job, obviously, is to make really um, story-appropriate, beautiful images that are composed well, but also to actually run a, a, a space that enables that to happen for the actors to be able to trust that their, um, you know, the risks that they're taking aren't going to be judged in some way. You know, you, you're trying to make a safe space, and same for the directors as well. You know, you you really want to make them feel that. They can ask you anything um, and it won't feel like it's a dumb question or a silly idea, you know, and and that's really important in a creative space. Very important. And it's that dual creativity, but also intimidating. You know, I think a lot of people are intimidated (laughs) on a set or on a soundstage or at a location. Yeah, Um, it can be, especially when there's 200 people uh, waiting for your answer. (laughs) And Uh, and your choices can cost (laughs) thousands and tens of thousands of dollars sometimes. Oh my gosh. Well, speaking of that, and, you know, in particular, what you do, what your specialty is, you know, we keep seeing director of photography and cinematographer interchanged. Can you explain that more? And even, you know, what it means for someone who might not understand? Look, they kind of all mean the same thing. You know, when I came up in Australia and there's also differences in the Australian filmmaking model to say the the European model, which is more closely what Australia follows. And then the U S filmmaking, um, the way it's kind of the hierarchy works is a bit different, but essentially they're all the same, a director of photography, DP, DOP, uh, in the UK or Europe, you'll often see lighting camera person. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all kind of the same, uh, job description in, in, in a way, but there's this, there's a different kind of history. When I came up, the logic for me was I was, I'm always a cinematographer. Um, you become, I believe, uh, this is just my view, a director of photography. I think when you have a camera operator or you have more than two units. So if you have a second unit shooting some other work for you, 
um, it might be the stunts and it might be some other pickup unit. When mm-hmm. you're kind of in control or managing a larger team, I think that's a, an appropriate title, DP or DOP. Um, some people that just call it DO. But, you know, these days it's pretty interchangeable. I mean, you know, some people, unfortunately, I think this is a little bit of a shame. You know, they buy a camera and they call themselves a DOP. And I, I think I, I would never dare to do that. I, I wasn't until I shot a feature film that I felt like I could call myself a director of photography because yeah. I just didn't want to, um, you know, step up to that title and, and everything that kind of comes with that um, authority without having felt like I had that experience. But I, I think that's changed now anyway. You know, these days, a lot of people will call themselves a DP or a DOP. Yeah. And, you know, that's fine as well. But, you know, I think it's that's where the history of it comes from. And, and nowadays, it's all kind of used interchangeably. Yes, that's what it seems like from my research and understanding. But thank you. That was really helpful. You know, Mm -hmm. I know, too, there are certainly those who are aspiring to do what you do. And they're listening right now. Um, What advice would you give to them as they begin their careers or transition, right? A lot of people start as one role and they move into another. For sure. Look, uh, you know, it's it's really hard because everyone has an individual uh, journey. And as I said before, I think a lot of the, the success in the, the field that we do is all about your interpersonal relationship. So I kind of want to say be a good human being and be someone that is good to work with. You know, I think a lot of the time um, because I was able to show up on time, be reliable, um, stay calm on set in very stressful circumstances and just be about the work and and make sure that you know that's always where you're kind of coming from if you can kind of focus on those things you're going to get employed you know i often hear stories about great visual you know cinematographers with really strong work that struggle to get um, employment because they have a reputation for you know being difficult or you know being slow and that that some of that might be true in some way so you have to kind of find your own way uh, in your process to be able to um, do what you need, make the call sheet, uh, in other words, make the producers happy, but also creatively do what you need to do. And, and that's always the challenge for me. It's like, how can I do this, um, still be true to the story and still be true to what the director is asking me to do, but also make the day, you know, that's what gets me employed uh, ultimately because, you, you know, you have to be able to deliver um, what's on the call sheet. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you have a favorite moment or memory from your career? Um, it changes all the time. You know, I'm very lucky. And I think this is one of the great things about our job is, you know, I get to go to places and do things that even if you were a, a private citizen um, with a large bank balance, you might not get to do. You know, I, I've just been, uh, I'm at the moment shooting in my, uh, well, Florida, a state I've never been to before. Uh, we're actually down in the Keys at the moment. So shooting off Key West on boats, um, wow. and, you know, working with, with kind of very well-known actors. And it, it's great. I mean, I, when would you get to do that? You know, we spend a whole day out on the reef and, you know, um, you get to go snorkeling at the end of the day uh, yeah. because where you are. And, and those kind of moments, there's lots of those with every job, you know, typically. Uh, and I, I love that kind of um, access to an experience, you know. And and the, the thing that's always um, gotten me excited about filmmaking is that, you know, you go to all of this effort, 200 people show up in a given location. Like, you know, we were all kind of across multiple boats and support boats and we're sort of going to all this effort. Um, and then we leave that location and there's really not much there. Um, hopefully no trash left behind. Uh, and the only evidence that exists that you even went to all of that effort is 
kind of what you shot or what you created in that moment. And you know, I think that's a pretty it's a pretty cool thing. So you know, getting to have those moments um, as part of your day job, I, I think, is pretty special. I love that. And I'm literally smiling ear to ear right now because I can relate to that. Um, and mentioning the boats, we had an opportunity to work on Ozark at the very beginning to yep. do some health and safety things. And my favorite part was learning about the Marine Department and what yep. they did and working with the boats. It's incredible. And like you said, that's just a slice of your life when you're doing what you do. Then you move on. You know, the next shoot can be completely different. And totally. it's just so interesting and I love too how different people can move through different roles in the industry. You know, you yes. you gain that momentum, so to speak. And you know, it sounds like though you've really stayed in one place, not not in literally, but in terms of you knew what your passion was. I mean, even going to school to study photography, then focusing yes. in that area, which I think is a little unusual, but it's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, have... uh, I, I often get asked why uh, I'm not directing or why I wouldn't, and I certainly have done it but it, it you know i i really enjoy the collaboration and i think yeah. i've worked with so many good directors um i don't have the uh um uh cojones to sort of say uh <laughs> hey i should do that um you know i think you have to have a really strong idea of what you want to do or you have to have a project that you you can feel really strongly about i think to to pull that job off well and it takes so much uh energy and passion um, I, I really enjoy what I get to do as a, a DP director of photography because, you know, you're really just as involved creatively, um, but you're not kind of taking the brunt, the full force of, uh, <laughs> of trying to kind of propel projects into into production. Yeah, yeah, completely different. But I think you have the cojones, John, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could do it. But what is next? Speaking of which, what what is next for you um, in your career? Um, you know, it's funny, uh, I've, I've really enjoyed um, uh, working a lot in television. You know, the pace is very different to feature films. And, you know, I've certainly done some feature films, but uh, I, I've really enjoyed seeing where television has gone over the course of my career. You know, I really started shooting bigger projects around 2010. And that was around the time this kind of company called Netflix started, you know, making bigger shows. And, you know, streaming has really changed the landscape a lot. You know, there's so oh, much more a much larger scale of production. There's so many more places that are that are shooting. And also the storytelling is more interesting. You know, when I, in Australia, there was like cop shows, legal shows, uh, and <laughs> medical shows. And that was kind of the, that was the range of what you saw in storytelling. And now you have TV shows that are a lot more interesting uh, and a lot more kind of niche um, storytelling. So, you know, I, I am always just fascinated by what kind of complexity we can go to with storytelling, especially in, in television drama where you have whole seasons um, of characters to kind of get to know. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm really looking forward to, to, you know, more of the same essentially, but, but as the scale is changing and as the kind of complexity is changing, you know, being able to really dive into that. Absolutely. And you, I mean, I, I want to make sure everyone listening knows how to find you. So I've popped over to your um, Instagram mm -hmm. and I just, I did this the first time I just was scrolling through your feed and it's just, it's breathtaking, you know, the, the scope of what you've done and who you've worked with and that experience. Oh, thank you. And well, you're welcome. Thank you for sharing. And, you know, but the point of this podcast obviously is not to have the focus be those we all are already familiar with 
But I think what's unique about you, John, I mean, I'm looking at these, these faces, all the familiar faces like Jennifer Aniston, you know, mm-hmm. um, obviously the shows you work on are right now, some of the, the most popular out there. Right. I mean, Mindy yeah. Kaling, I had an opportunity yeah. to meet her once and I was, I would say Mindy Kaling is one of the people I was most floored by like stars in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you know, you are in this place for a reason. And I would like to point out your professionalism. I mean, even the fact that you said, hey, look, I didn't want that title of director of photography until I actually worked on a feature film. You know, that side of you that's so humble, it's very rare mm-hmm. and very appreciated. And, you know, and I think that is a huge reason why you have come up the ranks and, you know, worked on such huge projects now is that that's really important. And, I appreciate it. I think a lot thank of people you, thank do. You. Yeah, absolutely. So I do want to make sure that anyone listening continues to follow your journey. <laughs> and I hope one day too, I can follow back up with you and you rejoin the podcast sure. and no share more of what you're doing. Um, and your Instagram is at John Brawley, B-R-A-W-L-E-Y. Um, and johnbrawley.com, correct? Is your that's right. uh, website. Yeah. Wonderful. I encourage everyone listening, follow John, check out his projects. I mean, what you did both in Australia, what you're doing in the U S it's, it's absolutely beautiful. What, oh, what you. you created. Yeah. Thank you. And John, before we end today's um, podcast episode, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience? No, I, I think it's great. And I, I really enjoy uh, what, you know, people like yourself are doing in terms of sharing that information. You know, when I was just starting out, it was much harder. You know, you sort of had some, a couple of journals you could read um, that were published uh, and, and really just word of mouth from what you heard on set. And it's much easier to find this kind of information now. So I, I appreciate what you're doing as well. Thank you so much. We we hope to keep it growing. The podcast is wonderful. Our our dream is a magazine one day, so we'll get there. But yeah, sharing these stories is is wonderful. So thank you so much, John, no once again, for your time, for your energy and your passion. For everyone listening, once again, this is Liberty Bernal, and this is the production podcast. Please join us next time and have a wonderful day. We want to connect with you. Please find us on Instagram at production underscore magazine or email us podcast at productionmagazineonline.com. Magazine to launch soon. Stay tuned.